how to track your calories with calorie count on MyFitnessPal. First, download the app, then open the app. The next step is now to first wait a little bit, and sometimes there is our ads and now you have different sections as you can see here you have the home section where there is spam and also my fitness pal blogs then you have the diary section the recipe section the plan section and the me section so now for what are all these different sections I mean, the home section is something we already discussed. Let's go to the diary section. That's the most important section, I would say. So now, for myself, and as you also can see, my fitness pal has now a dark mode, which has taken years, but now it's finally here. As you already can see, I have 2,000 calories a day, kind of as a standard goal. That's not really the exact same amount I burn, and that's also not really specified to me, but nevertheless, it is a heuristic that is just very, very simple. Just 2,000 calories to target for, and that's just very, very simple. And also, if you don't eat enough calories over two years, then you probably end up as a skeleton, but that's usually not how it happens, I guess. So therefore, we have now four or more sections. So the first section is the breakfast section, the lunch section, the dinner section, the snack section, and then the exercise and water section. So what I would recommend is to not track your water within MyFitnessPal, but within Samsung Health, because MyFitnessPal actually connects to Samsung Health. This is how I use it. So basically, I input, I use MyFitnessPal as a calorie tracker, and also kind of as a database to store the pictures of myself that I have whenever I weigh myself. I also take a picture and that's then the same time and then I have body fat and also the picture and also uh, body composition and things like these and then I have the picture in my fitness bar. You can actually store these pictures as you can see in the... where is it exactly? I think it's under progress. So under progress you can store the pictures and here you can say the weight from my... and also I store these pictures here. For some reason they are not... Uh, they are turned and that's kind of not very nice but if you go on them you actually see that these are just normal pictures. What you also can do is in the picture comparison category. For example, when I started to track these pictures and I looked like this and now I look like this, so therefore, I, as you can see, I have quite a little bit of body fat more at this point in time. I don't know if I have also muscle mass more, but what is pretty clear is that that my waist is pretty much. Yeah, but that's not about how my fitness pal actually works. So therefore, this was just an example and yes, now you can visit the different section. As you can see, there are many more sections actually than the ones that are displayed on the home screen, but let's just go back to the home screen and now let's go into the diary section. Now, what you need to understand is that you have to find your definition of breakfast, your definition of lunch and your definition of dinner because there is no set time. In general, I would say breakfast is everything from midnight till... till... yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the question, till 10 maybe? Or what I would say is breakfast is everything from midnight till 12, basically till lunchtime. Then, then lunch is everything from lunchtime, so from 12 a, from 12 p.m. till 6 p.m. So that's six hours. Breakfast is basically two hours, but most people sleep the first six hours or more of the day. Therefore, from midnight till 6, there's just breakfast, I guess. And... Not till 6, but till 12. And dinner is then the rest of the day. So basically we have four quarters of the day and breakfast is from 0 to 12. 
lunch is from 12 till 18. I'm speaking in normal hours, not in AM, AM and PM, because nobody uses these. Of course, everybody uses these, but the other ones are just more clear, because these are the actual hours of the day, and then dinner is from 18 till 24 or 0. So now snacks. Snacks is basically everything in between. And if you already are into fasting a little bit, then snacks in between are not something you should do. Therefore, I also don't track the snacks. If I eat something in Within these four quarters of the day, then I just put it in the responding things here. So then you can also connect either Google Fit, you can also connect, I don't know if you actually can connect Strava, but you can connect multiple services, including Samsung Hub. I tried it in the past. The thing is just this. The first problem is that it, the synchronization doesn't work properly. So you connect it and then sometimes it has the steps, sometimes it has a workout, sometimes it takes like two days to synchronize, then you close the apps again and you open the apps again and it, for me it was just not working consistently. Also what I found is that sometimes, I mean, it takes away the actual exercise and then you can eat more. But when it comes to making everything as simple as possible and also standardizing the intake, the calorie intake, for example, to 2,000 calories, basically for the for the next years, or I don't know at which point in time you will change these. But when it comes to making things simple, then I found it's quite distracting when sometimes there are like 150 calories, sometimes you have a workout, and additionally you had like a bike, and then it's it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense that just because you rode 30 minutes of bike more that you additionally have to then also eat like 300 calories more. Therefore, if you don't want this to influence the remaining calories, then the best situation is to just not connect the exercise. And that's also what I did and that's also what you see here. So now, when it comes to actually tracking the calories, the best thing about my fitness ball is that my fitness ball is basically, at least in my experience, the biggest database of food. And this means now you can pretty much scan multiple things. So if you click on this barcode scan button here, then you can scan multiple barcodes of stuff you find in a supermarket. For me, I would say 90% of the things I find in Germany in German supermarkets that have a barcode on them just can be scanned. And sometimes they cannot be scanned, but then you find something similar. For example, if you have salted peanuts and you don't find this particular brand at this particular supermarket in the database, then you just take another salted peanuts brand or bag. And that's basically what it looks like. So now it displays usually the most recent things here. So as you can see, uh, we have different things I ate in the last time. And now, for example, if we click on Kohlrabi, which is actually a German vegetable, it's actually the German name for vegetable, then you see that uh, you can input either the serving size. So if we click on the serving size, which doesn't open right now because I'm using my mouse here, and maybe it works with touch. Yes, it works with touch. So now you can input the serving size and sometimes, for example, if you have a bag of cookies or if you have anything that is portioned, then you have often the right serving size in there. For example, one cookie and then you have like one serving of one cookie. And that's really nice because that simplifies it even more. For example, you can just say one apple is 100 grams and you can also just find, for example, let's search for an apple and then we have just an apple that is, I mean, on average, an apple has probably between 100 and 150 grams. 
and then you just take the same apple and you don't weigh the apple anymore. That's something you have to do in the in the beginning because otherwise you won't find out the exact calories because if you average everything and you just don't have all the things you need to know in your brain already. But the more you do it, the more experience you get and the more you can also average things and just estimate how much something weighs actually. So for example, we can just take one medium apple. There is also like a small apple, a large apple, a cup of apple, uh, one ounce of apple, one extra small apple, and you can also input it in kilograms and in grams. So therefore, or, or, so, the simplest version obviously is to just take the one medium apple because that's the average apple and then just save it and then what you have is you click on save it which I have to I have to move my recording studio thing here with the mouse and then you just click on this button and then minus 95 calories and what you now can do let's just add so I so here's the next step, that's what I wanted to say. You can input either recipes, foods or meals. So you can basically create your own foods, which I hadn't done at this point, because, well, almost all of the foods are scannable or are already as a general item in the database, such as cucumber, such as bell pepper or something like this. So therefore, you don't really need to input bell pepper at a certain supermarket, because bell pepper is something that's pretty universal. So therefore, what I've created for myself for myself is meals and in these meals for example the prime meal is basically the ketogenic meal I try to eat every single every single day as dinner and sometimes I do one meal a day sometimes I already start in the afternoon eating sometimes I also eat breakfast but most of the times at least the last weeks it was it was afternoon eating at 2 or 3 or 4 p.m. and then in the evening I eat a little bit more so because this is basically the one meal a day I created for myself. This has almost 2,000 calories. You can also see there's a little bit of leeway in this. And now, if you have a standardized meal like this, what you actually can see is that you now have the different proportions of the macronutrients in there. So as you can see here, we have 68 grams of carbs, which equals to 15%. Then we have 130 grams of fat, which is pretty much, but it's also low carb and ketogenic. And then we have 86 grams of protein, which is kind of, at least when I average it out, it's a little bit more than one gram, so one to 1.5 gram, regarding my current mass. Um, not really 1.5, much more 1.3, depending on how much weigh I obviously, I obviously, it depends obviously on how much I weigh at this point in time, but there have been different studies sometimes the studies say and there are also different sources if you actually search for how much protein you actually need especially when also trying to lift at the same time it varies between 0.5 gram is already enough for the average person to up to two grams of protein a day so therefore what i said for myself and also if you are on a ketogenic diet then there is also something activated that actually prevents you from needing much more protein than you usually would do if you also lift so therefore if you are for long periods of time either fasting or on the ketogenic diet then you don't need as much protein at least that's what i got away from watching a lot of thomas Dilauer content on the internet so let's take the next step so as you can already see you can also go premium i tried premium once but i have to say there are a few functions and that's basically it and i didn't even use it that much so therefore premium doesn't really make sense apart from the fact that you don't have ads anymore in there a big bummer by the way so no i will tell you the big bummer afterwards and uh, let's just take a look at all the different things I have in here. So, 
What do we have in here is iceberg salad and I just take 250 grams, even though I usually don't eat 250 grams. The, the point is that, I mean, 33 calories or 15 calories doesn't matter at all. So therefore, I mean, 10 calories more or 10 calories rest less doesn't matter. Therefore, I just take a little bit more. And if I eat a little bit more, then I basically have a little bit of leeway most of the time because I usually don't eat 250 grams of salad. Much more like 150 grams, sometimes 100 grams. It, depends really on how much volume I am able to eat at this particular day or I want to eat at this particular day. Paprika is basically bell pepper, it's the same than tomatoes, cucumber, then we have seasoned vinegar, which is basically normal vinegar without sugar, so that's the normal vinegar, basically the cheapest vinegar you find. Then you have Caesar vegetables, which is broccoli, also carrots, cooked carrots and something else. Then we have onions, then we have eggs, and as you can already see with eggs, it's the same. You have something that's just average. You cannot really see it because it's English, uh, because it's German, and I'm speaking English, therefore probably a language barrier. Mittelgroßes Ei is a medium egg, and a medium egg is basically the standard egg. I sometimes weigh the, weigh the eggs before, but it doesn't really make sense because over time this all averages out, and if you take a look at your calories over a certain month, then chances are you have probably an average egg eaten an average egg, because sometimes you eat an egg that's a little bit bigger and sometimes it's a little bit smaller and therefore it doesn't really make sense to track them all very specifically. So then we have nuts in there. I mean, I made lots of videos about uh, this particular meal, basically my one meal a day I try to eat. Sometimes I eat something similar in the afternoon already, as I already said, but that's basically designed as a one meal a day that fulfills all my nutrient needs without making me hungry a few hours later and that's basically why it's almost 2000 calories. If you want to have even more calories, I mean, I made lots of videos about this already. Just add olive oil, that's the nice thing about the ketogenic diet, because you can just add oil and this increases your calories without increasing the volume and also, yeah, basically it just in increases the quality, you could say, but not the quantity. So therefore it makes it very easy because you have these two levers. The first lever is are the vegetables. If you want to eat more volume, you just eat more vegetables. And you, if you want to have more, more calories, then you just increase the amount of nuts you eat or eggs you eat, basically the calorie department or also olive oil. So now I have basically also 100 grams of peanuts in there because that results in me being able to eat 100 grams of peanuts. That's basically my snack, you could say, because the other nuts are raw nuts. I sometimes add salt to them, but that's not really about the functionality of my fitness bar. So therefore, this is basically the standard thing. I also have my my omega-3 fatty acid capsules here. I will mark them again. So these are my <laughs> omega-3 fatty acid capsules. I get them from the drugstore and I have to smile every time I see drugstore. It sounds so, so mysterious. And what I also have in here is basically the vitamin complex I take every single day. And in combination with uh, vitamin, so there are water, solvable mineral plus vitamins. It's something I additionally take. So therefore, I this one meal a day basically fulfills all my needs. Doesn't make me hungry, and therefore I can now fast forever till the end of time. That's basically the idea of this prime meal. This is also means whenever I eat something similar, I just tap the prime meal and I just adjust. So basically, I would just now add it. Now it's added to to the breakfast, which uh, no, actually to the lunch, as you can see, and you can see the overall calories you have here. Now the next step is to 
adjust the things you didn't eat. Sometimes I eat less eggs because I don't eat five eggs. I actually eat four usually a day at this point in time and also the mouse doesn't work. So let's adjust this. So therefore it would be just before and you can also adjust the size of the egg here again as you can see. So therefore let's just say four. And now the adjustment is made. And what makes it so easy is now, because I usually don't eat breakfast, I also sometimes eat lunch and sometimes I don't, but considering that I have 2000 calories, that, uh, that the calories of my one meal a day is almost 2000 calories, and if I just eat it in the evening, then I have the standard template for a day, which results in me only having to track one single meal, which is the dinner, and I just put in the one single thing. I track calories for quite some time now, off and on basically I probably have over the last years tracked days of calories maybe a few months and in between I just didn't track them and now I'm at a point in time where I standardized all of these things sometimes I go off tracking again and sometimes then I uh, basically track all the previous days and just approximate what I ate because I don't want to have a broken chain because I basically for the last years try to track it as good as possible because that's just it just makes sense over time if you do just have the, ten the general tendencies and also to just know what you actually ate and to just have the macronutrients and also the proportions. Speaking of proportions, now let's actually switch into the next big thing we have. So the first part was the diary and the diary is basically your daily input. So now the next part is this here. This is basically now what you can see. Um, but the diary, so the actual daily input, results in. So you have three different categories. The first one is the calories, which you can either input in total or net, but we will take a closer look shortly, in, sh in, short, in a short amount of time. Then you have the nutrients. And in the past I also experimented with um, vitamin A, C and things like these displayed in here, but that isn't as accurate, because keep in mind, most of these foods are added by users, and sometimes these users actually add the foods, and sometimes they don't. Not the foods, but the vitamins and the minerals. This is kind of a problem, because this doesn't this does mean that all of the data, apart from, apart from fat, fiber, not almost fiber, I would also say not really, but I would say protein, carbohydrates and fat are the most, are most likely to be pretty accurate and the rest is kind of not as accurate because sometimes you just don't find how much calcium is in something that you can find in a supermarket. And also the calcium of an apple of different kind of course varies and therefore, yeah, it's, but it's a good approximation and it's probably better than just guessing how much fat and, and calcium and vitamin A you actually ate or took into your body this day, uh, this particular day. So now we have the week view. You can also change the date and basically set a different week and you also have the date. view. And then you also have the calories. So as we can see right now, for example, we have, um, I tracked basically today, not really today, but today and uh, last Friday, as I said, my calorie tracking is currently a little bit off. And then you can also see, so my, my goal for the last, it's basically just a standard goal. It also makes it very easy to, over time, see the developments. Because if I change my goal every three days, because I think, oh yeah, I need to lose fat or I need to increase muscle mass, then over time, I don't have a really good estimation of, or I, it's just much harder to actually see, for example, this target goal. So if you set a calorie goal for seven days, then it's 1400 calories. And now you can actually see the calories under the weekly goal. But as you may guess already, 
the week is kind of based on the current date. So this is not really the a full week because that doesn't really make sense because what makes more sense is just the average of the last seven days because that's actually also a week but not the calendar week as you could say but just the average of the last seven days and my average of the last seven days was 1885 as you also can see it doesn't take into account days where i not have tracked the things so therefore what also makes sense is to just either to just fully track a day or to just not track a day because if you track like 10 calories then the averages and the calories on the weekly goal are just not accurate anymore because they are basically polluted by your 10 calories you put in so therefore don't just put in an apple but either all the calories you eat and ate in a given day or nothing because then it doesn't take these days into account so that's basically this view that's the nutrition overview we also covered this view already and now we have the macros the macros over time and you can also set macro goals but i also would recommend to not really change them this these macro goals are actually from a previous diet i had which is the classic sport diet kind of high protein medium carb and low fat or you could also say high carb, high th high protein and low fat. So I try to aim towards 20% fat, which is kind of hard, even if you think you eat almost no fat. But well, I just left them in because for comparison, I just don't want to mess around with these things. And I know that I will if I then watch another Thomas Dilao video and sometimes I did ketogenic. I kind of switched over the last years to low carb and then to ketogenic and now I do ketogenic or fasting quite a lot of the time and then I switch to normal diets uh, in between. Now these are basically the windows I set years ago and therefore I still left them in there. So that's basically the macros and now you can also see over a given week how your calories actually are combined or are what your calories are made of. So now let's go back and see what the other things are about and we Basically, the, the most functionality I use my fitness pal for, or what I use fitness pal for, is something now we have already discussed. Nevertheless, as I previously mentioned, there was this thing, uh, yeah, I cannot remember, so I said there was this thing I also wanted to mention now, but I cannot remember anymore. So now, when it comes to recipes, what you have in there are just um, basically recipes from different people. I don't know. So in the past, I actually, for example, there is this very big cooking app which is called Chefkoch, at least in in German-speaking countries, I guess. And sometimes you could actually pull these recipes from there, and somebody had put in basically all the nutrients, which is very nice. Sometimes they're not, but. For me, what I found is that I just put in the raw ingredients and this works better. Or, for example, if I go to a restaurant and I eat pasta with spaghetti sauce, not pasta with spaghetti sauce, but pasta with tomato sauce. What I just put in there is then I just search for pasta with tomato sauce and I just average it or I just estimate how much it was and I don't do around or try to hit the exact recipe and I also don't create my own recipes anymore, which doesn't really make sense because it's just kind of a waste of time of course you can still do it but when it comes to doing these things efficiently and not wasting too much time uh, when it comes to tracking your calories you want to find a very good solution that works there are also plans uh, workout plans and meal plans but that's something I uh, didn't ever do so now 
we basically discussed all the different things. There are also workout routines, but there are also, I mean, I did never do these workout routines because my fitness pal for me is a calorie tracker. Of course, you could also use it as a fitness app, but I use Samsung Health as a fitness app and I do pretty much all of my workouts out of my brain. I mean, I constructed them kind of myself at this point in time or over, or also with the experience I had over the years when trying to train. And yeah, that's basically, that's basically all the things you need to know. There are also friends, there are also messages, there are also settings, but this, these are all things you don't really need to know. As I said, I mean, you still, let's discuss apps and devices. What I actually have connected is Samsung Health. And this is what I would also recommend if you have an Android device, specifically a Samsung device. So what I have is a Galaxy Watch 4 at this point in time, previously a Galaxy Watch Active 2. And with this, I basically count my steps, but also I record every workout I do intentionally. If I just run around the blog in order to, in order to get somewhere, then I don't track it and then I just track the steps. So I don't track uh, whenever I walk. This doesn't really make sense because then I think to myself, oh, I don't want to track all these different things and therefore I just track the big things in my life. So I've connected it to Samsung Health, but the synchronization is set up in a way that I, it only basically allows my calorie, my fitness pal, to write the calories into Samsung Health and also read the calories because I think for quality control, um, this is something the app also needs. So therefore I have Samsung Health connected. So now let's just take a look if we missed something. Recipes, meals and foods we already discussed, and nutrition, something we also already discussed is basically this thing here. Then we have challenges. Of course, challenges, why not? But I don't have challenges available. I don't know, I mean, it doesn't seem to be connected to Pro, but nevertheless. Then you have also goals, you have also different things. I ha just have a standard goal in here, which doesn't really make much sense at this point in time, but nevertheless, it doesn't really make sense to change the goals because I also don't change the calories. Therefore, I just use it as an input device without actually having any functionality in there at all. Therefore, this is basically how you use my fitness ball as a calorie tracker. I would recommend just using it as a calorie tracker. Something additional I have to mention. If you connect it to Samsung Health, the problem is that the synchronization of the macronutrients doesn't really work. So therefore you just have the overall total calories. I don't know when, it, when the point in time will come when Samsung Health and MyFitnessPal will figure this issue out, but at this point in time, it just doesn't really work, and therefore you just have the calories. In the past, you had in Samsung Health actually also a weight management tool, which allowed you to basically do something similar as in the goals section here. So you could count the calories you actually burned at a given day, and then calculate it against or subtracted from the calories you ate at this given day. This was possible in Samsung Health, now it's not anymore and Samsung Health simplified it and therefore you could still do it kind of in uh, my fitness ball. But as I mentioned, for me over time, I just saw that I changed all these things all the time and then things like nutrients over time or how much I had in a given week was just disturbed and polluted so the data was not as clean anymore as before. Therefore, this was how to use my fitness ball as a fitness tracker. I would recommend using this. I also tried like, I tried and downloaded like 15 different ones and I also made accounts for in five to 10 different ones. But what I found is just that the data wasn't there. So the data, when it comes to just randomly searching for something or just scanning something, because often I find you don't find the items. But if you then scan the barcode on these items you get at the supermarket or wherever, then you just find them because someone has already put them in and that's the biggest point about my fitness bar.